Cheers to you, my brilliant friend, and welcome to the Intelligent Intoxication Podcast, where I'll get you smashed on success without the buzzkill of burnout. Welcome back, everyone. So if you did not listen to yesterday's podcast, please go back and do so before you listen to today's, because yesterday I gave you an overview of this short series I'm going to be doing on meeting your needs in an empowering way rather than in a dramatic way in your relationships. Okay, so today I want to talk about the basic need for certainty. Okay, when we need certainty, we need to know that something is fairly predictable, that it's manageable, that it's controllable. Now, I know you'll agree that we can only do that to a certain extent. But what I really want to look at is that when we are trying to get that need met in a relationship, and it could be a romantic relationship, it might be in the relationship with a friend, with a coworker, with a community member, or with your own children, if we are trying to meet that need in a disempowering manner, we are going to end up dipping into drama in our relationships. Here's what it might look like, okay? So typically, someone who is playing the role of victim feels out of control in their lives and they want to blame someone for why they feel out of control and they want to find someone who will rescue them from feeling out of control, okay? Super fascinating. Here's the other thing that happens. Someone who is playing the role of rescuer loves to try to control the lives of other people because in doing so, they get to feel really good about themselves, that they are so much better than the person they're trying to help or that they are so kind and loving and nurturing that they deserve a lot of attention for bringing the control to another person's life. Okay, so just just listen. And if you're starting to get triggered listening to this, you might be in the habit of playing one of these roles. We all do from time to time. Our goal isn't to be perfect. We're never going to be and not play these roles. But our goal is to know enough about them so that when you dip into it, you can catch yourself and you can get yourself back out. Now, it's a triangle. So the persecutor... Here is what the persecutor will do in a dramatic relationship. Because they so hate chaos, they will try to control both the victim and the rescuer by blaming both of them for creating the chaotic situation in the first place. And the persecutor will then become very critical and may, you know, even be a bit of a bully, like a little, a little name calling, like, you know, how pathetic are you that you can't control your own life to the victim? Or, okay, what kind of moron are you that you can't tell that they're wanting to be rescued and you're swooping in to do it again? Okay. Do you see how all three of those roles are desperately just trying to meet our need for certainty. How can we meet our need for certainty in an empowering way? Okay. 
when we are in an empowered relationship, instead of playing the role of victim, we play the role of creator, which means that we take 100% responsibility for creating the outcomes or the circumstances or what we're feeling in our lives. When in, or instead of playing the role of rescuer, we play the role of coach for the people in our lives. And that doesn't mean that you think you know more than them and you interject yourself and you tell them what they're doing wrong. That is not what a coach does. A coach's job is to empower others by reminding them of their own capability. It's, it's done by asking questions. For example, how might you solve this on your own? I know you can. What are some ideas? Like, what would you like to do first? What's the first step that you can take? You see the difference, right? Rather than telling yourself, well, I better swoop in and solve for them because they're morons and they can't do it on their own. And then I'm going to get to feel really good about myself. And then I can tell everybody I know, whether on social media or in person, that I am such a wonderfully virtuous, moral person. You can tell by my tone of voice here how ridiculous I find that, right? And that is me, notice, tipping into the persecutor or the, yeah, persecutor role there. So someone who chooses not to rescue, but chooses to coach, believes in the other person's ability to solve their own problems and to take responsibility for their own lives. And their job is to offer compassion and inspiration and great questions. Now, someone who's in the habit of persecuting, how can they switch out of that dramatic role and into a more empowering role in order to meet their need for certainty? Okay? They challenge. And here's what that looks like. Okay? When something happens or when someone someone shows up in a certain way in their relationships when you are challenging it means in your own body in your own mind first of all you notice you notice how your body responds and if someone is giving you the same old sob story all over again and your body gets really tight and restricted that is very likely telling you that you are not willing to buy a ticket to their show Because you are picking up on the fact that they really don't want to solve their problem. They want attention for it or they're looking for someone else to solve it on their behalf. Okay? So you got to notice what your body's doing. So what you can start by doing when you challenge is getting really clear about your own boundaries. Know what you are willing and not willing to do in that relationship. And also a reminder Instead of judging or criticizing the person in your head or to someone else, because aren't we all guilty of that, right? Let's not be, let's not pretend that we don't do it. We all do it. When you notice though that you're judging and you're criticizing, that will be your tip off that you have switched into the persecutor, right? You are trying to label, you are trying to blame, you feel superior in some way. But that is very different than just saying to yourself in the spirit of being a challenger, I'm not willing to engage. I'm not willing to invest my time and energy into that drama. If they ask my opinion, I am willing to very kindly and very compassionately offer to them what I'm noticing. 
without expectation that they are going to agree with me or they are going to take my advice or they are going to do anything about it. But I know where I end and I know where they begin and I know what I am willing and not willing to do. So a couple of questions for you on the certainty front. How do you try to meet your need for certainty in your relationships? Do you try to manipulate people? Do you try to over control them? Do you try to guilt trip them? That is not an empowering way to meet your needs. However, If you are in the habit of creating and communicating boundaries to other people, to being really clear with them what you're willing to say yes to and what you're not, letting them know about your capacity and what you are willing to invest your limited time and energy into, then you are being very empowering in how you are attempting to meet your need for certainty. All right, tomorrow I'm coming back and we're going to dive into our need for variety and how that can show up in our relationships in an empowering manner or in a dramatic way. As always, deeply grateful that you're here. Have an intoxicating rest of your day. Hey, my friend, if you're thirsty for more than this daily shot and ready to intoxicate the hell out of your personal or professional life, I'd love to invite you to coach one-on-one with me. It all starts with a complimentary happy hour call. Head on over to terrybradway.com. That's Terry with two R's and an I. Bradway, spelled just the way that it sounds. Once you get there, my friend, click on the Work with Terry button and we'll take it from there. Thanks for listening and have an amazing day.